When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Thanks for joining me for Dwayne's World. We'll head back to your calls for more Midday Madness in around 15, 20 minutes. But St Kilda assistant coach Lenny Hayes has been good enough to join me. One of the all-time great Saints. And he must be really excited to be back and finally back and getting his nose into it as opposed to when we spoke to him just after the announcement uh, with the anticipation of what might come. We're now, maybe we'll get an insight into what has come over the last couple of months. Uh, Lenny, congratulations on the appointment again. And uh, I think a lot of St Kilda fans are pretty excited to have the old band back together. Welcome to you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dwayne. Yeah, good to be here, mate. So uh, let me ask you this question. It would have been nice if you guys, the old band, won a premiership. But does the fact that you didn't win one and... Ross didn't win one and you sort of all got unfinished business a bit, get you back together with a mission? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, you know, just a natural sort of feeling, I guess, for, for a lot of us who, you know, got quite close but didn't quite get there. And I think ultimately, you know, we, we want to try and help this next group of players and, and try and build something that's, you know, sustainable. And, um, you know, for, for when we leave, this is something that can be carried on um, in terms of a legacy into the future. So that, that's incredibly motivating and, I think all of us, you know, myself and Harves and, and BJ feel the same. And it's been great, actually, to, to probably hook up with some of the other guys that have been here as well, and guys like Corey Enright and David Rath and Damien Carroll and Jake Batchelor. I think there's a, a really good group of coaches assembled, and hopefully we can have some success together. Any chance you get a few guys floating through? I know Nick Rewalt's in Texas, but will he come back for a little period of time and poke his head in? Uh, you got Nick Dalsando there as well at the moment. Um, what, what kind of evolution of this this band back together could we get? Oh, I'm not too sure if there'll be any other guys. I mean, we, there's been a few guys sort of float down to training and, and good to see a few old faces. But um, in terms of, you know, actual positions at the club, I think they're, they're all being filled at the moment. And, you know, whilst it is a, a nice feeling to, to get some of the, the past players that, you know, I've, I've played with and, and all of us, who know a little bit about each other, get them back together. The ultimate thing is we're here to, to do a role and, and that's what we're all focused on. So what's changed with Ross Lyon Mark II, Lenny? Uh, well, I think the, the first initial impressions um, from probably myself and some of the other coaches is that he, he's really allowed us to to really formulate the game plan and, and, and giving us you know a lot of freedom in terms of trying to get things in, in, in terms of our roles and obviously look after the midfield and um, yeah, he's, he's just been really open with allowing me to, whether it's training drills, whether it's things around the game plan, I think he's sort of come in and let us, you know, really formulate a lot of that. So that's been something and probably taken a bit of a backseat in terms of training and taking drills and all those sort of things. So he's probably more of an overseeing approach, whereas I think probably in the past he's come in and sort of said, this is the way we're going to do it. You know, everyone else sort of fall into line. So that's been, that's been probably a big difference. 
And I was speaking to Nathan Buckley about this um, earlier in the week, the thought that it's still the same guy, Ross Lyon, but he might be just 10 or 15% different. And will his, is his method going to be 10 or 15% different? Will he not be the, the defensive guy that we have always believed him to be? Is he going to be a 2023 Ross Lyon? <laughs> yeah, Ross Lyon 2.0, I've, I've sort of heard. But I, I think... Um, yeah, I think once you've you've been in, uh, probably like anything, you know, you've had a couple of goes at doing it. You have a bit of time away. You probably grow in certain areas, and and the game's probably changed a bit too. So there's no doubt with you know the way that the game's played now, with some of the rule changes, you probably need to be a little bit more attacking. And I think Ross has probably gone on the record saying that we want to be a team that can go a bit quicker than what we have in the past. So yeah, I think you'll see a slightly different style and and you know probably slightly different coach. So your midfield coach, Lenny, is that correct? So what kind of different change-ups are we going to see in the midfield? Getting the ball out the front of midfield stoppage has been something that's been great for Melbourne and uh, forcing teams back if they win the clearance from the centre has been something the teams have tried to do to try and stagnate their movement forward. How's your midfield setup going to look? Yeah, it's a good question, Dwayne. There's, there's, you know, initially it's sort of getting in and just, getting to know the guys that you're going to work with. But there's no doubt, you know, centre bounce has played a really big role over the last couple of years, you know, with the 6-6-6 rule, which I think has been a great rule. And it's just placed a, a huge importance on that. And, and like you said, if you can got the ability to come out the front of stoppage then and keep the ball in your front half, then that's going to go a long way to, to winning that sort of territory battle. So, yeah, we put a lot of time into... You know, obviously the way that we set up around stoppage, but also once we win the ball, are we good enough to about absorb that pressure and, and drive our legs and get through? So that's been a big focus this pre-season. How important is a second ruck these days? I know that Hayes is injured. Uh, Rowan Marshall is a key for you. Paddy Wright is gone. Uh, we're seeing Melbourne are going to come out with two number one rucks and see how that goes. And we know they're pretty good with Luke Jackson along with Matt Scorn. How are you going to look in that area? Well, it'd be nice to have the you know, the two-headed beast <laughs> that, uh, that that Melbourne have. But I think, you know, there's different ways of going about it. I think we saw Richmond sort of win a couple of premierships, you know, having a, a designated ruckman and Sean Grigg would come mm. in and, and chop out. And, and some teams have gone that way with perhaps a taller second midfielder, you know, and then you've got four mids running around. So I think we'll have a combination of, of both with, you know, Tom Campbell and, and Max Heath, a couple of, um, you know, one is a more experienced ruck and the other one's a younger one. And obviously, Rowan Marshall's obviously a very good ruck. So we're probably still to decide that just yet. We've got, you know, some match play minutes coming up over the next couple of weeks. So we'll trial a few different things. But without that, you know, specialised designated second ruck, we we'll, might have to get a little bit creative around that. How's Max King looking? He's got a shoulder injury. I presume you're not going to ruck him. But um, when his shoulder's fixed, do you ever see him? Um, you know, transitioning to a bit part ruck? Oh, I don't know if halves would be that happy as a forward <laughs> line coach if I suggested that one or Ross even. But, um, yeah, we might we might sort of just get him back and, and underway and playing some footy. And um, But there's, a, there's other guys that, you know, there's a young, young man, Mitch Owens, who hmm. is quite a good size. He's probably not that ruck sort of size, but he's a bit in between. He might get a bit of a go there. And I think, you know, Max might take some of the forward 50 stoppages, but I don't think we'll send him in centre bounce at this stage. Will you address his kicking at all? It seemed as if you could argue that you would have made the eight last year, or they would have made the eight. You weren't there if he kicked straight. And uh, it's a harsh thing to say, but um, his kicking's been an issue. Uh, Yeah, I think it is pretty harsh to say that. I mean, there's so many things that, 
you know, happen in a game that to put it down to one thing. There's no doubt he puts a lot of time into it. Um, and, you know, he's trying to get better. Even even though he is injured at the moment, he's still doing a lot to, to improve his kicking. So that's all we ask, you know. And, and with that work and, and with him um, trying to get better, we know that it will. Um, but in saying that, like, we're just, we're just happy the way he tacks his footy and, and does everything he can to get better. So... You know, our job is to try and get it down there, especially as the midfield group. We've got to get it down there and, and give him a chance, and then he'll take care of the rest. bit of criticism on his work rate as well or the the, the, the patterns that he runs. Your thoughts on all that? Uh, I think sometimes that's overplayed. I think, you know, a forward really is, you know, sometimes a byproduct of how you move the ball too. So I think if we can move the ball a little bit quicker, we might actually give him a chance to get some one-on-ones. So... I think some of the criticism on Max, because we know he's a, a high draft pick, we know he, he wears a number 12 jersey, and some people might be expecting him to, to be the next Nick Rewalt, but you know he, he's just he, we're really happy with the way he's developing, and is he perfect at the moment? No, but no player is, so we're just wrapped that he's a saint, and um, he's going to have a big impact this year when he gets back out there. Brad Hill, where's he play? I think he'll play the wing, Dwayne. Yeah, I think Ross has sort of come in and he played him a lot on the wing at Fremantle, and you know he's he's trained pretty much every session, Brad, and and couldn't be happier with where he's at. And as a midfield coach, I'm I'm pretty happy Ross wants to play him through through the arcs. You've actually got some pretty good young guys. I mean, Brad's not young, but you've got some other midfielders like well, Wanganee Malira, Marcus Windhager. You mentioned Mitch Owen, so you've got some guys that can play in that midfield and play wing as well, some some more some good inside and good outside guys? Yeah, you're right, Dwayne. Yeah, there's a really good mix, you know, and you add in sort of, um, you know, Seb Ross and Brad Crouch and Jack Steele, and so there's a, there's a really good balance. Um, and as you said, like, Windhager and Owens developed really nicely last year, as did Wanganee Malera, so there's a, a good balance of those hard inside nuts and a bit of outside class too. What about your defence? Been a bit of talk that, I know it's not your... Uh, specific area of concern, but uh, helping out the defence will be the concern of your midfield. Um, have you got enough, especially tall stock in defence? Yeah, well, I think um, you know adding Cordy in the off season. Um, you know, obviously Dougal Howard down there as well. So I think um, yeah, I think adding that extra extra big guy down there is going to help us. And then really, uh, again, well, I'm probably putting a bit more pressure on myself here, but <laughs> it's how much pressure you can put on in the midfield, really, that, that helps you out your defence. So, But I think with some of the running backs, you know, with Sinclair and, you know, might even see uh, Wangan and Malira down there at times and McKenzie. And I think there's a pretty good balance there. Um, and, and adding Cordy might be just that other guy that can go down there that might release a Wilkie or some of those other guys that don't have to have those really big matchups. So we're pretty happy with where that's all at at the moment. And your expectation, I'm not going to ask you if you can win the flag, but do you believe your best is good enough to beat every team in the comp? I, I think so. I mean, it's pretty easy for me to say that without having played any games at the moment. Mm. But I, I just think that there's an enormous amount of upside and potential on the list. And, you know, I think at times the list has probably been wrongly criticised. I think when you're actually dive into it pretty deeply there's some there's some pretty good talent there and I just think for whatever reason over the last couple of years and I think injuries played a big part when guys like Gresham and Marshall and some of your key players miss and you put any side and if you take out three or four of their best players they're probably going to come back to the pack a bit so I think we can we can jump pretty quick and jumping would mean the eight and being um, in the eight again and that's kind of the expectation most people have 
on you guys, and you believe that's a fair one? Oh, I think so. We like expectation. You know, that's, that's, as I said, it's hard to put a figure on where you want to finish, but we want to improve, and we finish just outside the eight. So hmm. you're a smart guy, Dwayne. You, you can <laughs> uh, make what you want out of that. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a fair... Well, I'm just trying to work out whether you need oh. to change style or not, or whether your personnel is good enough to do it without too much of a style change. Yeah, well, I think I think every team would probably look at, you know, if you look at some of the teams that played some good footy last year and everyone would obviously look at Collingwood and, you know, the way that Geelong moved the ball and, you know, they moved it a little bit quicker and I think the rule changes that have come in allow you to do that a little bit with the stand rule on the mark, which I, I personally think is a great rule and I think footy's in pretty good shape and I think that's the way that you'll see teams probably attack a little bit quicker and probably through the corridor a bit more and will be no different. And... More risk-taking, inside ball movement with the inside kick. And we saw Collingwood do that quite a bit. You know, really taking amazing risk, but the reward was huge if they got it through. Taking on that inside kick at half-back, even though a number of times it threatened a turnover that gets a goal scored against them. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're going to you want to score a little bit more, that's the risk you take. And it's always quite funny that, you know, you'll train all, all summer and then if you sort of depends how you go early, if you're... If you're one and four heading into you know round six and it hasn't quite worked, then sometimes you see some changes. But I think we're sort of trying to embed a game plan that um, we believe will win games, and, and and that you know and Ross has sort of spoken about us going a little bit quicker. So I think that's what you'll see from the Saints, and hopefully the fans enjoy that that style and get behind it and get excited by it. Who are you going to test? Who have you got coming up on your what are you three weeks away from an internal trial? Then who have you got after that? Uh, to be honest, I'm not too sure whether they've been locked in just yet. Um, but I, I know, yeah, we're, we're sort of playing some match play at the moment. Um, I think there are a number. Of, I think there are a couple of the Melbourne teams, maybe Essendon, maybe Melbourne. But again, I'm just sort of guessing. Um, I think that'll be confirmed over the next couple of weeks. Would you get it at RSCA? Would there be a chance that the fans could get down and see one of those? Oh, I think so. Yeah, and the ground is looking unbelievable at the moment. They've spent a lot of money redeveloping it, and it's as, as good as it's ever been. There's certainly no no sprinklers the night before games going on because the drainage is that good at the moment. <laughs> you have to lock the gates when you're Melbourne or Essendon coming down to RSE. How many can you get in there these days? Oh, I don't know, but let's let's try and pack it out. Let's let's test it out. I'm looking forward to it, uh, Lenny. Great to have you on. I can see the enthusiasm or the excitement in your voice. You've been in footy for a long time. You've been at the Giants as an assistant coach, 300-odd games as a player. So you've been there a long time. But is it a little bit different at the club that you sort of... Well, you want the club to be great forever, even post-Lenny Hayes being on the earth? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think just being back involved. And, you know, there's still a lot of people involved back when I first started playing and... Yeah, it's just got that that sort of nice feel to it. And hopefully, you know, that's all we ever want is the club to be successful longer term. So whether I'm here or not, that's that's the ultimate goal. Is it hurt a little bit that it gets trashed, the brand, because you haven't won that second flag? Um, yeah, you, yeah, there are times where you take it personally. And I guess that was part of, you know, motivation to, to get back involved in footy. And when there was an opportunity at the club, it's, you know, pretty hard not to, not to be motivated by that. And, you, you know, you want to build something that, you know, is going to be sustainable for a long period of time. And I think you look at the clubs that have done, you know, the Swans over the last 20 years, Geelong and, and even Hawthorne, and that's that's where you want to get this club to. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but, you know, there's a lot of people here who are motivated to, to get us to that point, which is exciting to be a part of. 
A lot of text coming through. Pretty excited that you're back as well. Um, and uh, all hail Lenny Hayes. Uh, one guy, Brett, telling us that, or telling me that he named his son after you, Lenny. So uh, there's plenty of love coming on the text for you. Congratulations on what you've been able to put together career on and off the field. And let's hope it continues with a, a Saints flag in the not too distant future. Thanks for joining me. No, thanks very much, Dwayne. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Lenny Hayes joining us. Uh, and uh, you can get your memberships. Join the Saints as they march into their 150th year. Call 1300 467 246 or visit au today. And if they are hosting Melbourne or Essendon or both at RSEA Park as part of their pre-season, you want to get your membership now so you can get in. We'll take a break. You're with Dwayne's World.